SAFM, leading the conversation. All right, in our conversation this morning, we're talking about five study techniques and methods for those writing exams. It is our career corner. And this morning, we are joined by Vanessa Mohorosi, who's a consciousness coach, a Literian Reiki master. Very good morning to you, Vanessa. Good morning, Kanye, and to the listeners. Thank you so much for being with us. Now, you are a trained and qualified consciousness coach with the Consciousness Academy, and you are practicing under the International Coaching Federation Ethics and Competences. And you say that your expertise are in transforming breakdowns into breakthroughs, clarity, direction, focus into true life purpose, self-love, and connection to the greatest version of oneself. This sounds very good. Tell us more about what it is that a consciousness coach does. So, Penny, as a consciousness coach, I support my clients to bridge the gap between themselves and their goals because as we have subconscious programs that prevent us from achieving who we're supposed to do, who we're supposed to be, the consciousness coaching methodology um, is what breaks that boundary between us and our goals. Mm. Now, what is it that, that actually causes the, the barriers? You know, what are some of the contributing factors? I mean, you, you say that you, you transform breakdowns to breakthroughs. I mean, what are some of those uh, breakthroughs or breakdowns that you, you can uh, look at? It's, it's a few things that sit in our subconscious. So it will be the social conditioning that we grew up with. It's the subconscious programs. It's fear. Um, it's doubting ourselves. It's not knowing what our capacity is. Mm-hmm. It's an undeveloped consciousness. And that's what the consciousness co- uh, coaching methodology does. It develops your consciousness from 2% to 10% to 15%. The more consciousness you have, the more awareness you can have to make the better decisions, to have the focus that's required and the direction and the clarity. And in terms of being a Literian Reiki master, tell us more about what that is. So as a Literian, it means that I have been trained to work with the light force energy, which is what keeps all of us alive. I am able to use that energy, transfer it, uh, inject it into chakras and mold it. This is what it means. And this energy supports us emotionally, mentally, and physically all at once. So this is where the holistic wellness comes in. So it creates balance, harmony, and um, healing in our bodies. Mm. And you are the youngest and first African to graduate as a Literian Reiki master. You studied at the International Literian Institute. Tell us more about you know, what it is that you studied and, and maybe some of the techniques that you were taught. Oh, well, um, by now I have actually learned quite a lot. So I'm a qualified Reiki master. As a practitioner, I provide my clients this Reiki energy. As a master, I train others and initiate them and give them the necessary attunements to also heal and train others. Um, I've done the Maneki rites, which are a love attunement, which basically lift our vibration from a lower um, non-understanding of love to a higher understanding of love. I've done rune magic, which is a divination, um, Scandinavian divination tool, which I use to get information uh, from my clients. So Mm -hmm. where the Sangoma uses bones, I use these runes. 
Um, I've also done the Ray program, which connects us and is an, also an achievement that links us to the ascent, Ascended Masters, Ascension Masters, and also the Angel Links, which is also an achievement that links us to the Archangels, Michael, Gabriel, Uriel, and Raphael. Mm. Um, and crystals and spirit guides. I've, I've studied quite a lot with the with the Lightarian Institute. So I'm a one-stop shop. So I, I can hear. I can hear. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, Vanessa, you know, do you pick up people's energies? For instance, if, if you're having a conversation with me right now and we're having a conversation or even just in your everyday life, do you pick up people's energies? And because you are spiritually attuned to these things that you can pick up and maybe you are tempted to tell somebody and you hold yourself. I mean, does this happen quite naturally once you reach the levels that you have? So this used to happen before I started my journey when I wasn't trained and attuned and initiated, I would just pick up random information about people, which is a, an absolute nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that I've been trained, I have specific tools that I use if I'm going to step out or go to the mall or do my groceries, I switch off and um, when I, and feel myself so that I don't have this information that I don't need. And when I'm working, then I switch it on so that I have the information for my clients. Um, to be able to deliver it to them because that's an appropriate space to have this information. But um, this studying and my qualifications has helped me to be able to control um, my ability to have this information and use it when I want to and when I don't need to because I also like to go out and you know go to concerts and have fun yeah. um, without having to be a lightarian. Mm-hmm. Today we, we, we also want to talk to you about five study techniques and methods for those writing exams and people may not necessarily think there's a connection between the work that you do and writing exams and studying. However, mm-hmm. I mean, you are studying from your body, you know, you're using your mind, you're using yes. your memory, you know, you, there's a lot happening when you're engaging work, you know, it's not just about cram work, you know, when you're studying, it's about also, you know, sharing knowledge between people, you know, it comes from the lecturer to the books to you and you've got to put it back in your exams so today we're going to talk about um, flame meditation breathing exercises brain food using crystals grounding exercise let's start with flame meditation awesome so with the flame meditation um, you know we, we have a beautiful tool in candles and they just seem like such menial things, but they are very, very supportive energetically, and specifically the color yellow mm. when you are studying. So burning a yellow candle and connecting to its flame for like 10, 15 minutes before you study opens up your mental body, supports you energetically, helps with memory, retention, concentration, and all of that. And this is just from sitting quietly, lighting a yellow candle, and looking at the flame for 10, 15 minutes, and then starting to study. It seems like a simple thing, but it's very, very good to support you on your mental body. All right. So, you know, using the the power of um, the... I would, is it the candle itself or is it the energy, the coming energy it's that both, it falls? It's both the candle and its color. So, you know, um, for more emotional things, a pink candle would be supportive. But for mentally mind-oriented things, the yellow candle specifically is what su- supports us on, on the mental body. 
Let's talk about breathing exercises. I mean, I've never even thought about breathing and I've just applied, you know, to to, to, to go back to school next year. And so I'm going to be using quite a lot of uh, some of these mm. techniques. You know, how does breathing exercise come into this? So breathing exercises goes hand would go hand in hand with specific aromatherapy um, um, oils. And you would apply either peppermint or lemongrass or frankincense just a little bit underneath your nostrils and taking 10 very deep breaths in your nose and a deep sigh out of your mouth, slowly filling up your lungs. This sends oxygen to your brain because this is what actually causes people to be stuck and decisive, not having sufficient oxygen in their brain, and it relaxes your body. So when you're relaxed, when you've got oxygen in your brain, when you have the support of the essential oils as well, which have their specific um, purpose in this breathing exercise, allows you to actually take in more information, remember what you have studied, and um, creates more capacity in your brain. And also the little breaks in between. So people think that studying for six, seven hours straight, the brain gets tired as well. It's like driving. You have to stop and take breaks if you're taking long distance. So having those 30-minute breaks in between um, your study sessions, taking these breathing exercises actually stretches and expands your mind so that you can take in more. Mm, and brain food, you know, that's an important one, what you put into your system, into your body. They say there's foods that actually are good for you, especially if you are in the exam writings phase or writing your assignments. Yes. And then there's foods that are bad for you, you know, that you yes. should try and stay away from. Let's go through some of these. So with the brain food, um, maca powder, which you can take with cereal or with yogurt, it's a high protein, high mineral, high nutrient um, uh, supplement, and it actually gives your brain the necessary um, energy, power, um, and again, it's memory, retention, concentration, decisiveness, all of these things. So maca powder, ginkgo biloba, which is comes in tablet form or in drops, you can get all of these at uh, your, your herbal store or pharmacy. Um, and so maca powder, ginkgo biloba, and different um, peppermint teas as well, uh, herbal teas that you can drink. All of these are brain foods that support us and give us the necessary energy and brain power that's needed and required when you're studying. So when you take these supplements plus all of these study techniques, you'd actually be putting yourself in a more empowered place to study and have the confidence that you will retain and remember what you're studying instead of just cramming your brain with information that you're not even sure you're going to retain. And in terms of using crystals, now that's one area that I actually know nothing about. And perhaps you can enlighten me to tell us more about crystals. I know they do channel energies. I'm not sure if it works with the chakras or how it works. Maybe you can tell us more. Yeah, so before even getting to the chakras, crystals are also like like candles. It's um, very, very powerful tools and simple, which you can take anywhere. Um, and what the specific crystals that would support you with studying would be tiger's eye, tourmaline, and smoky quartz. These particular crystals are good programmers. So they 
their properties are to hold information and support the mental body. They would be crystals that you're using for your upper chakras, which would be crown, brow, and throat. And that's where this information that you're studying would need to be contained. So in terms of holding um, and programming and um, absorbing information, they would support a great deal. And you just put one, either hold it in your right arm whilst you're studying or putting it on your study desk as you're studying with your yellow candles, with the the, um, the breathing exercises and mm. you're taking the brain food. The combination of all of these um, are a great support to to studying and actually making the, the process of studying even less anxiety, less stress. Um, it just brings down all of those things and gives you what's actually required for you to be in the right space of mind to contain, to absorb, to retain and be able to recall all of the information that you're studying. Now, let's talk about your own energies. I mean, I know that earlier on you said that you do turn it on and turn it off so that you can also, you know, live your own life. When you are consulting, how do you keep yourself, for a lack of better word, spiritually pure and neutral so that you're you're not bringing your own energies per se in terms of maybe what may be going on in your own life, but that, you know, you really are focusing on the person that you're dealing with? Um, so this was also a, uh, um, a tool that I got from being initiated and trained um, was to be able to become a healed healer. So when I step into this space, there's, I've been taught or trained not to bring any of my stuff, but also as part of my qualification, I had to work through and master my own things Yeah. Um, so that I don't transfer because... It's, I'm just a vessel, ultimately, and my vessel needs to be pure, clean, sacred, and healed in order to hold the space for others. Um, and on a regular basis, also twice a month, I go for Reiki treatment at my Reiki master to maintain and upkeep myself and to have um, the right space to come from. Because as well, the more people I see, the more I'm going to need as well. Um, to balance myself. So it's a self-maintenance plan. It's a way of life as well um, for me to use the same services that I provide my clients for my own upkeep so that I am a better healer, I'm a better teacher mm, for them. Very true. I like that you have to be a healed healer. Yes, not a wounded one. Not a, <laughs> <laughs> a wounded. <laughs> and, and it's true, you know, we, we go through so much. Vanessa, I think I definitely need to come through and spend some time with you, you know, and, and actually, you know, do. I've never done most of these things before. I, mean, I would love that. I would love that. Kind I've of. never really, you know, engaged and, you know, learn how to breathe better, learn how to focus mm. and center myself, learn how to, you know, use the right, you know, brain food, especially because, you know, I'm about to go into, uh, you know, studying myself and, and yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm I'm going to need a lot of these techniques to just help me have a better experience because you know as you get older you know the mind is not as fresh as it was when you were 18 you know so you need some techniques also to help you along the way last but not least you know in our study techniques let's talk about the grounding exercise yes with the grounding exercise this is very very powerful because it actually helps align all our bodies so most people are just aware of their physical body Mm. but we have an emotional body and a mental body and all these three need to be in alignment for us to be the sophisticated well-run highly capacity 
um, and powerful beings that we are. And the grounding exercise supports that. So you'd stand either outside or inside, ideally if the weather's great, outside, mm-hmm. barefoot. And you imagine roots growing from underneath your feet into the ground, into the earth, into the grass, into the earth core, as deep as you possibly can imagine these roots growing and connecting and attaching themselves and anchoring themselves into Mother Earth and using Mother Earth as uh, a tool as well, not just, you know, something that holds or is a foundation underneath our feet. Mm. Then from your feet, you would lie on your back, imagining the same roots growing from the bottom of your spine into the grass, into the ground, into the earth crust as deep as you can. And so this would be three minutes on your feet standing, three minutes on your back from your from the bottom of your spine and three minutes on your tummy from uh, your belly button. Wow, this is amazing. And it's very practical. I wish you were in studio and we could take some videos and post them. You could happily use me as, as your guinea pig here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind. Thank you so much, uh, Vanessa. Uh, let's, let's just tell our listeners how they can connect with you. Um, I'm available on my mobile for booking on 083-712-9797. Wonderful. Thank you so much. That is Vanessa Mohorosi. She is the founder and chief visionary officer at Naledi Zowa, holistic wellness and consciousness coaching, telling us more about how you can use your consciousness also in uh, you know, your time of studying and methods for those writing exams. It's been a pleasure chatting to you, Vanessa. Thank you so much.